This is the show where we pair the perfect beverage with the events in our lives. This is Let's, Let's Drink, Drink About it. it. Welcome to Let's Drink About It, a show where we proceed from the premise that every life event has a perfect cocktail pairing. I'm your host, Benjamin R. Harrison. And I am your other host, Chris Bowman. And uh, with us, I'm going to fuck this up already because I just thought about it, is Sari Kamen and Jess Kiefer. You did Perfection. not fuck it up. I didn't fuck it up. They both, have, they both have last names that start with K, so I, like, all day have been excited about having them on the show, but I've been terrified of introducing them. You did perfect. Um, so the hosts of the Morning After uh, show on the Heritage Radio Network, which uh, is a hardcore Bible-thumping Southern uh, Baptist radio That's network. Right. Am I right? Racist Absolutely. as well. Yeah, we're oh, racist. racist. Cool. Oh, good. Uh, uh, yeah, every time I hear somebody talk about the Heritage Radio Network, they have to qualify, qualify, qualify. Do you guys deal with that Oh, a like lot? the Heritage Foundation? Yeah. I think it's happened twice. My, as far as I know, I, I actually have no idea what you're talking about, so I don't. Oh. I don't have to run into this. I, yeah, like I, I don't know. <laughs> or if I feel you did, like, you didn't know it. <laughs> I strongly yeah, associate done. the term the term heritage primarily with the conservative movement in the United States, and secondarily with like breeds of pig. You know. <laughs> yeah. If you had, if you worked in the food industry, which actually I don't know if you do or not, you I don't. Would, <laughs> it'd probably make you think more about like beans or pigs. Right. Yeah. Um, well, That's tell, where my brain goes, yeah. 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 Uh, what's the, what is, what is the show about for the, uh, for the listening audience? Um, well, it's not about too much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we kind of roll with it. It is but called The Morning After. Um, but we, we cut, we call it like a food, restaurant industry, wine show, food news and funny shit is kind of how we like to describe <laughs> it. Yeah. Yeah. We always have a guest every week, someone who's involved in the food industry. Whether it be a chef, a sommelier, a cookbook author, something yeah. related, someone well, professional. Well, I think uh, we got on, we got turned on to you guys by a shit food blogger who we heard on on your show, and we got very like protective and jealous because <laughs> we had him on our show. Well, you know, I think we went almost three minutes without mentioning shit food blogger. I was <laughs> Are you guys as obsessed with him as I am? Oh man, so obsessed. I pretty much talk about him all day long. Yeah. Like. I really, wanna, I really want I really want to you know uh, perpetuate this like curmudgeon thing but I really think we should uh debunk it just he's a sweetheart he's a he's, goddamn sweetheart he's a really sweet guy yeah i'm trying really hard not to stalk him as much as i want to <laughs> i'm like why aren't you tweeting me more yeah yeah because exactly. you have to ask him like random weird shit and I then know. maybe he would yeah. you're probably just like you want to come over and laugh i know i'm like want to say something funny on twitter for me yeah yeah say something involving yeah me. well he tweet, was... tweet at me where I'm my at symbol is not the first thing in the tweet, so other people can <laughs> yeah. see. Yeah, well, he's a professional shit food blogger, so that's why we let him on our show. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, and I, uh, so and then the timing of you guys coming on our show is terrible because Heritage uh, will have just wrapped up a successful Kickstarter to fund a new uh, web redesign, and also your show just ended for the season. Just for the season. Yeah. So yeah, we'll I mean, be back soon. you'll be back, and you but... can still give Heritage money anytime you want. Okay. Good. Or good. us money. Yes, they accept donations. <laughs> yeah, and we <laughs> accept checks. checks. We do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and so and Heritage has run out of Roberta's. Is, am I right about that? The back of Roberta's. Okay. Yeah. No Two shipping way. containers. Which is like a, a fancy uh, pizza restaurant in uh, Bushwick, Brooklyn. That's for right. those unfamiliar. You're the first person to ever call that place fancy. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> well, the pizza's fancy. The place is not. <laughs> yeah, no, the place is not. Yeah. Um, fancy the, ingredients. The bar yeah, exactly. that I work at, uh, the two guys that own it are uh, are nerds 
for Roberta's. And uh, <laughs> and when they found out that I had a podcast, they're like, oh my God, you know, there's a radio station at the back of Roberta's. And uh, here it is. You guys are part of that radio station. I had no idea. We brought a little piece of that to you. Awesome. Yeah. I love it, it. It's really fun because there is in the studio a big window that looks out into um, people people dining. Um, yeah. we're, we, we're there around brunch time. So we, oh, wow. we call it the awkward date table because there's a <laughs> table directly in front of that window. And you always make somebody feel super weird oh, while you're no. talking to a microphone and staring at them. Oh, well, it usually I, takes a while for them to realize, although they can see you. Right. It's probably like We can semi, also see them. Yeah. They think it's some sort of weird, like, one-sided <laughs> yeah. fishbowl, and it's just yeah. it's just a window. Well, I'm I surprised I haven't been flashed yet. So. Oh, yeah. I'm disappointed. I'm actually I can't wait until you guys are back uh, in session, and I'm going to time it so I'm down there for brunch time. And, uh, <laughs> Sunday's at 3. Cool. I'm in. Great. That, that sounds that sounds pretty fun. I would go on an awkward date with you, Chris. All right, let's do it. <laughs> we just made a date. Yay! Yay. Yep. First one in a while. Chris, what's happening with you this week? Um, well, as you know, Ben, I have a birthday coming up, and it's kind of a big one, and uh, mm, it just what? happens to coincide. Like everything seems to be like about high school right now. Like everything is about <laughs> like a. I'm in a wayback machine. So I went to see uh, a couple of bands from my high school days. Uh, it's it's uh, yeah, basically, I went to see a couple of bands from my high school days. Right on. That. Uh, Sari, how about you? Well, I have a birthday coming up, and it's also a big one. Oh. And um, I'm kind of in denial, so I've decided to to re-celebrate my 21st birthday. Ha, ha, ha. Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> I thought we were doing worse than go to Iowa. Oh, yeah. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was a funny coincidence. Yeah. Okay. But what's your life event for the show? Oh. Um, <laughs> so this is my first time on the show. Yeah. Fair no, enough. Good. We, doing, we, we never great. actually explain the show to anybody before they come on. <laughs> this is my fault, not yours. <laughs> it's okay. I'll take at least half the blame. Um, yes, my worst Cinco de Mayo was this past Cinco de Mayo. Oh, man. Well, we didn't really do anything about Cinco de Mayo for the show, and we've been feeling bad about it, so I'm glad you're on so that we can rectify I'm glad that. I can unpack it. Belatedly. Because yeah. it's been packed <laughs> deep up in me. <laughs> uh, Jess, what about you? So uh, I went to Montreal recently and ate a lot and drank a lot and brought my dead grandmother's unregistered car across the border. Um, <laughs> and it was um, a little hairy getting it back. Oh, but, wow. Um, but I made it back. I'm not in Canada still. Yeah. You're, you're on the Brooklyn <laughs> Thank God side for of the that, podcast right? this exactly. week. <laughs> exactly. Benjamin, what's been happening with you lately? Uh, I'm, I'm doing a little bit of gardening, Chris. Doing a little bit of gardening. Ooh, you're living like a grown-up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sari, <laughs> uh, for your worst Cinco de Mayo drink, uh, I decided to do a drink that's kind of bad for Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's actually a, a a Rick Bayless recipe, so it's kind of oh, okay. it's that like it's, it's got a little Mexican Mexican, Mexican inspired, Mexican. Um, and uh, yeah, if we if if you guys want, we can talk about how creepy Rick Bayless's cooking show is. No, but, uh, I love Rick Bayless. <laughs> I love Rick Bayless too, and I love his food. But uh, he's the nicest. His, his, he is because he's from Chicago. Yeah, his, his show, man. I've never <laughs> seen it, but I bet I'd love it because um, it's him. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, it's, it's him and his daughter and the 
way they practice their relationship on the show is, is it Lainey? Unco- uncomfortable oh feeling. my god is it like serge gainsburg and charlotte gainsburg like this weird it's it's like it's very loving and you're like loving this father is daughter probably thing. fine except for it's it's this like probably too, fine yeah too, I, I know his daughter television. so i can't comment but i um i'm sure they're fine in real life yeah. it's the show it's i think just instead the show. we should have rick bayless and shit food blogger do a show oh man i prefer <laughs> that man that is uh two great tastes that I would like to taste together. Um, <laughs> that took a weird turn there, Ben. Yeah, it did. This is, uh, this is La Luna, an ounce and a half of Hendrix gin, which you know That's, I yeah, always associate with not Mexican Not Cinco de Mayo. Uh, Check. Three quarter ounces of cucumber juice. Okay. Three quarter ounces of fresh lime juice. Three quarter ounces of mild jalapeno syrup. Mm. And an ounce and a half of soda water. And... Uh, so we'll combine the gin, cucumber, lime, and syrup in a tall glass with ice, top with soda, stir to combine, and garnish with a salted cucumber spear. That, that sounds, sounds awesome. incredibly refreshing. Yeah, and I'm way better than Did Cinco I mention Gemayo. that I'm sweaty? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might help. Hot day here in Brooklyn. Um, let's see. And Jess, yours... Uh, it's a Molson. <laughs> is, uh, is, uh, because you were dealing with bull in the north, uh, you're ha- you're gonna have the matador norteño. What? <laughs> Do you know that the matadors were, were my high school uh, mascot? No, oh, you man. wouldn't know that. Oh man, all these high school references tying Uh-oh. in together. I did extensive <laughs> yeah. research about you before I'm we sure had you. I'm sure you found where I graduated yeah, from we, high school. We hired a uh, a uh, <laughs> private investigator. To <laughs> and you still had us on? Wow. Uh, <laughs> so matador norteño is. Uh, a few cilantro leaves, two ounces of sotol. Uh, sotol, cool. Yeah, which is this new Mexican liquor that is new, newly available in the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, not tequila or mezcal, and it's like not even made out of agave, I think. It's made out of another plant. Called sotol, Magway. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And it has like a funny English name, like spoon plant oh, okay. or something like that. But uh, um, yeah, so two ounces of sotol. Uh, three quarter ounces of pineapple juice, three quarter ounces of lemon juice, half an ounce of agave syrup, and six dashes of habanero bitters. So um, the uh, method for this drink is a little bit weird. Uh, pulled it out of the New York Times, and they didn't explain why why this method. So um, do you have to do like a really stupid shake or something with it? Yeah. Like? Well, so here it is. It's <laughs> muddle the cilantro in the cocktail shaker, add the remaining ingredients, add ice, shake briefly and strain into a glass, then pour it back into the shaker and then strain again into a stemmed cocktail glass and serve. So you have to like why? wash like three things to do yeah, that? Like, so, yeah. I don't know why the pour back and forth. Um, I mean, it's not unheard of to pour something back and forth in preparing a drink, but uh, it's the first time I've seen a method quite like that and i wish they had addressed how weird it is <laughs> i think i think it's New a York prank i think, I think this calls extra, for a tweet yeah just yeah. an extra stage just for whoever made the recipe just to have a little giggle mm-hmm. i mean well, there's, well, only, there's no real reason for that right yeah well maybe we'll try it, uh, a normal shake and then we'll make it make it again with the weird pour and see if there's a big difference um and chris you're going to be drinking an old pal uh which is two ounces of rye, three quarter ounces of dry vermouth, and three quarter ounces of Campari. Uh, those uh, those Negroni fans will mm-hmm. see, uh, will notice that this is a a, a riff on that. Um, so you're gonna stir that with ice until well chilled, and strain into a chilled cocktail glass. Garnish with an orange peel. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, we're at the point, uh, I mean, I think we've probably mentioned it a few times at, uh, now, but uh, when you gave me this drink, I thought, we've given this to someone else, or I've given it to you, or you've given it to me before. I yeah, I thought so which. too, and I searched, uh, I searched my notes, and I didn't have the phrase old pal anywhere on my computer so well Mm -hmm. i mean uh i know for sure that i have never given you this drink uh you are going to be drinking the celine fizz uh it's two ounces of plymouth gin three quarter ounces of saint germain three quarter ounces of lemon juice three quarter ounces simple syrup uh one egg white and club soda yum dry shake all the ingredients except for the club soda duh uh then shake (laughs) again with ice uh double strain into a fizz glass and top with club soda no garnish Chris, I was really offended just now when you said "duh" because I know, that, I know. that you know that, I know I did it. And I was, as soon as I was doing it, I was like, "This is mean. yeah." We're See? we're not experts, and we don't ask our listeners to be experts. If if no, you thought uh, it was okay to shake with club soda, that's not an indictment of your intelligence. Here's, here's, okay, here's, where I'm gonna, here's my retraction. I'm I did not mean it uh, towards the listener. I meant it strictly towards Ben because I'm, okay, you know, Ben is, is stupid. Is the Celine? I am a little bit dumb. In the fizz, as in Celine Dion fizz. Uh, you yeah. know, well, Please. because, just because, uh, <laughs> of the nature of where I am. Yes. It yes. Is. Yeah. Yep. It's the whole Canadian thing oh, yep. cool. coming together. Mm-hmm. Good times. Uh, well, let's go make these drinks and we'll come back and drink them and talk about all these crazy life events. Yeah. Huh. Cheers. 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 Thanks Cheers. for coming on the show, guys. Thank you very Thank much. You. Thank um, you so much. Take a sip. Mm-hmm. Now with that, um, ah, yum. That's so told drink. Mm-hmm. I've already forgotten what the name of it is. Something about a matador. Or, or matador norteño. Norteño. Okay. <laughs> uh, I I really fucked up the method because I forgot to muddle the uh, cilantro. So I muddled it after I mixed the drink, poured the drink into the muddled cilantro, swirled it around a bit, and strained. So a even more unconventional <laughs> approach than the New York Times stuff. Yeah, you should add a supplement to that yeah, cocktail. Yeah. Uh, uh, does this does the cilantro come through? Is it did it work? You know, the cilantro isn't totally coming through for me um, at the moment because there's a little more heat to it, and right. I think the sotol really gives like a like a peaty smoke a f- that is the majority of the um, of the the flavor. Yeah, I've never actually tasted straight sotol so i, I was like mezcal yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna uh i'm gonna go grab the bottle uh you yeah know you what are I'm gonna, say? I'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna retract a little bit of that the way the cilantro is is getting me is is aromatically so oh. when i stick my face to oh, the glass you're, you're getting it in the I'm nose, smelling it in the nose. Yeah. Yeah. well you're uh you're you're a wine taster so that um probably <laughs> you know you're you're used to tasting things through your nose right yes <laughs> just go straight to the nose yeah <laughs> Well, I mean, that's I mean, that's the majority of tasting in general. If you plug right. your nose and you taste something, mm-hmm. the only thing I'm going to get off this is probably the spice right. and a little sweet. Mm. Interesting. Um, well, uh, uh, Chris, how are, how are you uh, liking your drink? Yeah, it's good. I mean, it is... Uh, the Campari for me, usually... Like, if I'm I've, drinking a groaning... I've given you a lot of Campari lately. Yeah. <laughs> I feel uh, a little bit bad about it. Which I... <laughs> not terrible. Does he, do you not enjoy Campari? Oh, no. It's not that I don't enjoy it. It's one of those uh, flavors that I, I'm undecided. I mean, sometimes I like it. Sometimes I don't. You know? But it's always the first thing I taste. So, like, there's two <laughs> ounces of rye in here and right. three quarter ounces of Campari. And... It's which is f- no like rye is no slouch in the flavor department. No, not at all, not at all. Which yeah. is uh, 
you know, speaking to my palate for Campari, I think it's uh, maybe a weak one. I don't know. But it's a good drink. I mean, it definitely is, uh, you know, uh, Negroni-like. Yeah. Um, well, do you want to tell us about high school bands? Uh, yeah. Uh, so right, I'm gonna. I, this is perfect because I don't care at all. So I'm gonna go get the bottle of Sotol while you're absolutely. While you're talking. Yeah, it's okay. great. Yeah, Ben and I don't relate. Uh, well, no, we do. We have some crossover musically, but it's more me coming over to his side that rather than him coming over to mine. Uh, oh, I can't wait to hear what you're into. I hope it's like like boy bands or something. No, no. Wait, what? I want to know when your birthday is. Uh, my birthday is at the end of uh, this month. What uh, day? The thirty first. Oh, mine's the thirtieth. No way. Yeah. Twinsies. Twinsies. I bet you yeah. I bet you we are ten years apart. I bet we're not. Uh <laughs> so you're I'm you're back. I'm fifty. I'm gonna be fifty. No, I'm just kidding. Um uh, <laughs> yeah, right. uh so basically what happened is uh, No, tell me how old you are. Okay. Okay, so it's my fortieth birthday. It's my thirty fifth. Wow. All right, five years. Well, he wins still. No, um, we're no, not I think I lose. Part. I think oh, okay. that's a loss. Yeah. <laughs> Track okay, that up in, that's an, Yeah, that's an L. That's a lose for me. <laughs> that's um, an L for fail. So basically, yeah, everything is kind of like I don't really. I mean, in some cultures, it's kind of a miracle to make it to forty, right? Well, I mean, yeah. You've been you've been ducking bullets pretty much your whole life, right, Chris? Yeah, fucking right, I have. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So I, I'm not really. I mean, although I'm, I'm, I'm pretending here that it's like a big deal. I mean, I think when I turned thirty. Um, you know, I was 29, turning 30 and it was like, oh my God, this is the end of the world, you know? And I stressed out. Then I, the day of my 30th birthday, I threw myself a keg party, not just me there, of course, uh, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you and your best kegs. And it was just, you know, it was thir- 30 was so far the best birthday I've had, I think, you know, it's and just you, a pair of underpants, a couch and a keg and, a keg. <laughs> and one long week of celebration. <laughs> uh, and, uh, so what I think more about 40, more than anything, like more than turning 40, I think about how quickly the 10 years from 30 to 40 have gone. Uh, mm, yeah. and, uh, anyway, so the next 10, I don't even want to get into what I think about how quickly the next 10 years are going to go. But, uh, so I've been thinking about, you know, my teenage years and, and just like where I'm at in life and stuff. And, excuse me. and this week it's been, it's Canadian music week up here. So it's basically like a week long or 10 days of just bands from all over playing all over the city. Um, yeah. and, uh, two of those bands I was into in high school and, uh, I got to see them in the same week and it, man, oh man, I mean, it was fun to do. And I still, you know, uh, I'd forgotten pretty much about one band, uh, the band being Faith No More, which is more like a, I guess like a metal band back in the day. Oh, it sounds like a Christian band. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Anti-Christian. Uh, and, uh, and the other band is a band called Swerve Driver, uh, uh, a band from the UK from like 91, I think. Uh, and they're like part of the shoegaze movement from back then. <laughs> so... Uh, this was last night. The shoegaze have made a lot of like civil rights leaps lately. Yes. Like, <laughs> yep. Terrible joke. Terrible. <laughs> but um. Yeah, they've been looking up lately. They've been looking up. Um, <laughs> hey. Uh, and so last night was this Faith No More show, and it, you know, again, a metal band and uh, a big venue, like a classy venue, a seated venue. Soft Were you seats. a metal guy in high school? I wasn't. I wasn't. So like I. I I I am and always have been sort of a fan of almost every genre of music, you know, like I yeah. kind of like, you know, working in record stores and stuff, you get to appreciate stuff that you may not even actually like, but you know, you can kind of, sure. uh, uh, you know, get behind a little bit. And, and so this was one of the heavier bands I listened to back in the day, but the, the real thrill, I mean, they were great. They did not lost a step and, you know, played what I want to hear and everything. But the real thrill for me 
was standing out front of the venue and the people watching was second to none. I mean, <laughs> this was like there was a rip in the uh, fabric of space and time and I just kind of walked through. And yeah. I mean, these people looked older. They didn't act older or dress older. Uh, but, uh, right. you know, it was yeah. just really something and it really kind of... They were still dressed like they were in high school. Dressing like kids, yeah. And, and yeah. I mean, their attitudes, like they're... You know, it's like the rock and roll attitude. It's like, fuck yeah, you know, like that kind of thing. And <laughs> the people behind me, you know, were pretty much just like, uh, what's like jeering the band, like, don't fuck this up. You know, they're just screaming <laughs> like it's a, it's a metal show. And I mean, this is a band that like, they, they run the gamut of genres. I mean, they do a cover of the Commodores, I think, uh, Easy Like Sunday Morning or Easy, I guess it's called. And they do like a soft and it's like fucking great. It always like it was just great. Uh, they're known for this cover, and so like in my opinion, like these this band is like kind of responsible for introducing these metalheads to, you know, music that they're not otherwise exposed to. Um, <laughs> but like the attitude, oh my god, the attitude of the people around me. I mean, it just a juvenile, I guess, is the word. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I try not to, like, I'm a pretty judgmental guy at times. I mean, I think we can all be guilty of that. But last night I was just like, I was smile from ear to ear. Just, <laughs> I'm like, this is, I, I, I feel like I'm in a social experiment right now. This is would, fucking Would phenomenal. you say it was like hanging with an old pal? <laughs> you know, like a whole bunch of old pals that I don't really know that well. Yeah. Yeah. But you, you, you don't know them, but you, you know them. I do. <laughs> No, do you think it? Do you do you feel like better as a you know like a forty year old now? Are you like look at how well I turned out, or right. are I, you? I, I you know just I crabbier. No, that's a very good question, and yeah, probably uh, none of them have a moderately successful cocktail podcast, <laughs> right? I I uh, I do nothing if not compare myself to every single person on the street, and uh, <laughs> uh, I last night you know I have to say uh, first time in a while I've been like yeah. All right. Not, not, not so bad, Bauman. Not, not so, so bad. bad. Not so bad. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. But I a, mean, it's Canada. So you, are you just comparing like degrees of how nice you are to everyone else on the street? No, that's, like, that's oh, kind man, of like... That was, guy is a little bit nicer than me. Can you believe how nice <laughs> that guy that. is? It's unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, there's... Uh, no, the people behind me were not nice. They were not <laughs> nice. Uh, I, I, I venture to say they weren't Canadian. They couldn't have been. Ah. Uh, but, wow. uh, yeah, no, this drink, I mean, if I would have had this last night, I think it would have upped the ante, a uh, couple of notches, right um, on. but it's a, uh, it's a real good one. I mean, especially for those of you, f uh, for, f uh, that are fans of the, uh, spirit forward cocktail, this is, uh, this is for yeah. you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, speaking of Canada and the Canadian border, uh, let's talk about this Matador. We, we have some, some some uh, neat sotol in front of us as well. Uh, sorry, sorry, Chris, I couldn't pour you one through I'm Skype. Used, I'm used to it. Um, but yeah, I would say it's not un-mezcal-like. Um, it's, yeah, I feel like it's uh, the entry-level mezcal kind of yeah, vibe. Yeah, it's, it's not, it's not, it's too not pushing the smoke the way mm -mm. Uh, a lot of mezcals do, but it's got that kind of, it's got a lot of like floral complexity. Um, I mean, this would, I would drink all of this all the time. Yeah, it's fucking delicious. You can t totally drink it straight. Because, um, I mean, it has enough Good job, enough Mexico. Way to make yeah, another exactly. great liquor. Like, <laughs> fucking running rings around the rest of us. <laughs> totally. Um, yeah, so there's, like, this and Ricea, which are, like, lately becoming available in the United States. I'm not sure if they've made their way 
to Canada yet, Chris. You'll probably have them in like a decade or two, though, right? Um, <laughs> probably the, the the country will have to dissolve before we actually get access to that later, <laughs> or or like you know get annexed by the <laughs> Mexico U.S. economic uh, union. Yeah. Yeah, uh, in the like post-apocalyptic <laughs> war war of the future, mm-hmm. Canada has some pretty shitty liquor laws, right? Well, I yeah. think they 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 uh, vary f- uh, from coast to coast, but Ontario yeah. is. I mean, it's like it's like in the U.S. where like you'll go into Pennsylvania and everything is like, you know, it's just like a state-run liquor store that's exactly. got a huge bank of windows that have all the wine just set in direct sunlight yeah <laughs> right yeah right. that's, that's right. basically where they're at in ontario canada that's uh <laughs> hopefully that's true. your your liquor laws aren't as intertwined with the church though as ours are no we're pretty i mean you know it's give and take you know you uh yeah we don't uh, i think we have access to not as uh there's not like 24-hour access to booze is that does that exist in the states i mean can you get alcohol in like Corner stores, bodegas, uh, and I stuff think like that. State to state, though, in New Orleans. Yeah, yeah maybe oh, New okay. Orleans. State, California, right, okay. it's 24 hours. I, I know that in New York, there's like rules about like how much a liquor store can be open, but it's not like, it's not, I, I don't think it's like you have to be closed during X yeah. time and X time. It's like you, ha- you just have to be closed this amount per week or something like that. I, I had see. my first experience in New York State this past week of going to a place that wouldn't actually serve cocktails before noon on oh, a Sunday. Wow. Huh? Yeah. Boo. Weird. Them. Yeah. I said, you, but you want to you put them on blast? You want to you want to like tell no? Tell but the I was like, I was like, I'm songs? I'm Jewish. <laughs> like, why should I have to follow a law yeah. that like comes from going to church? Yeah. And then the restaurant was like, we, this has nothing to do with us. This might okay, be a we good just have to follow. Oh, it's a New York State to law. Test, you know this this uh, you know tests your you, this compromises your deeply held religious beliefs. Absolutely. And, uh, you know. <laughs> They're trying to use that shit on us all the time, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, like I'm uh, calling Indiana right now. <laughs> you, there, I forget what state it is, but there's some state that's got like one of those laws, and the Church of Satan has been sponsoring a woman who wanted to get an abortion, but there's like a like a waiting a mandated waiting period, and uh, and it's like the waiting period is like in the law so that people will be forced to like. You know, and there's like, it to term. I think yeah. it's like, yeah, it might be like Missouri and there's like one abortion clinic in the whole state and she has to like, you know, it's like going to add $800 to the cost for her to like access this. And, and so they're like suing the, the, the state or threatening to sue the state based on these grounds, which I think is awesome because, you know, she can yeah. just drink enough of the Soltol and it'll be over. Oh me. yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think that like, Medically speaking, that's strictly like the best way to go about <laughs> an abortion, but you know, we've brought it to a special place. Today, so I'm just gonna keep my mouth shut. I understand. Um, yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. So. So what's up? You. Uh, I'm picturing like a a woody station wagon that you drive over the border. No, you know, actually, my my grandmother was pretty cool she has a, cool had a, a red honda crv oh, no it's not cool but it's like kind of sporty <laughs> yeah and um and it's, it's, it's totally it's sporty nice. 
for a grandma. <laughs> well, I mean, she was a pretty hot grandma. If, if I'm going to give it to if her. If I had that car, everybody would be like, this guy's a fucking loser. Very <laughs> <laughs> yeah, possibly. Well, thanks. It's my car now. Um, so, but, you know, I was lucky enough to to get a car, and uh, but lazy, too lazy to get it registered. Um, I also have never gotten a New York State driver's license because my I grew up in Arizona, yeah. and my Arizona driver's license expires in 2048. Oh, wow. What? So I, like, refuse to... Yeah. To get a new license because I need to keep that one for fucking ever. I need to have like my my twenty one year old self, right. you know, on my license when I'm in my sixties. Like pretty much, that pretty much is ridiculous. The age of Mad Max, your your license expires when everything yeah. is a desolate wasteland. My uh, exactly, we won't even be driving; we'll be flying. <laughs> my California driver's license till I was twenty five was a picture of me when I was fifteen <laughs> when I got my learner permit <laughs> and. Uh, I looked like a I looked like a killer teen. The, uh, <laughs> you mean like radical, like killer teen, man? Yeah, like like you know, it was like it was a part of my life where I was doing like spiky gel hair. And yeah, like you where, may where, or may not bring a gun to school. Yeah, it's hard well, to say. yeah like I, you know, I was uh, I was going to uh, a school where nobody was confused about whether or not I was carrying a gun, but um, <laughs> I did I did like to kind of I. You know, I repped that I was way harder than I have ever been sure. when I was 15. And that was represented in your spiky hair. Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and my, right. and my, like, you know, ironic, fuck you, man, graphic tee. I'm not <laughs> smiling in this photo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I, I have the car. That's, and, that's um, a, yeah, you gotta hang on to that license. Don't go to the fucking <laughs> Brooklyn DMV. No, It'll I don't want to. take you two days to get something worse. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I just want to, yeah, capture my 21-year-old self and always live as that person. Mm, yeah, um, it's like the picture of Dorian Gray. Yes, <laughs> exactly, exactly, but it's not fading away. Oh, yeah. Um, so I, I don't do any of these things, and my girlfriend and I decide to drive to Montreal, um, and she's angry at me for not, you know, getting all of these things done, like registering the car or getting any insurance or anything like that. <laughs> you know, we're only driving six hours over the border. Like, it should be fine. I'm not smuggling anything. So I'm like, we're going to be fine. Yeah. This- we're cute. Nobody's going to get angry at us. Yeah. <laughs> this is like uh, the, the act one of the... Uh- <laughs> <laughs> the romantic comedy, right? Yeah. Exactly. And then on the way back, yeah, yeah. that's act two. Um, so <laughs> we, we get there. We have a great time at Montreal. We do a lot of eating and drinking as one does in Montreal. And um, overindulged the night before we needed to drive back at six in the morning. And um, I was severely hungover. And we're driving back. And Aaron is driving, luckily, because I was sleeping. So <laughs> good thing I wasn't driving. Um, and I, I fell asleep. And basically, we get to the border. And she's like, Jess, wake up. We're at the border, and I'm like, oh, oh, God, oh, God, okay, I need to find my passport. Can't find my passport. We pull up to the border guy, and I'm, like, like struggling in my bag. Like, I've got, like, droopy eye. I'm, like, yeah. drooling, probably. <laughs> I haven't had any coffee, and Erin looks at him, and she's like, she's just really tired. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm just trying to find my passport. And I find it, and he looks at us, and he's like, all right, so what are you doing in Montreal, blah de blah Mm-hmm. And you know, told him, and we're we're talent scouts for uh, for francophone strippers. <laughs> exactly, we're human smuggling. Oh yeah, sure. human trafficking. I don't know what, what are we doing. Um, and you're co- coyotes, but you're very off course. Yeah, exactly, we're cold co- coyotes. Um, so coyotes del norte. Exactly, way norte. Anyways, um, b- by the way, that. Fucking terrible smell is the thing my dog is chewing on. It's not something <laughs> I actually haven't smelled it yet, I so I can't anything. wait till it gets to me. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know where he went, but uh, 
I keep getting whiffs of it. I apologize. No, that's it's totally fine. Way to way to put it on the dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so jerky so, fart. Classic Ben. Classic Ben. Exactly. Exactly. Why do you guys think I got a dog? <laughs> I, should, I, I live, should get a dog. I live with my fiance. I need somebody to put this shit on. Exactly. <laughs> Good idea. Yeah. Good idea. Um, so the border and the border guy's kind of like a jerk. What? You know, like. He's just like, you know, really intense and serious. And like when we went through on the Canadian side, the guy's like, oh, you're going to Joe Beef? Awesome. Yeah, yeah oh, so that's much fun. Welcome, that's eh? That, uh, that's that, <laughs> exactly. that's that crazy meat restaurant, right? It, it is, but you know, The last time we things. had somebody on talking about Montreal, it was like, are you going to go to that meat restaurant? No, and they were like, what are you talking about? Wow, really? What's yeah. wrong with them? Well, I think the meat restaurant, like the meat restaurant is Au Pied de Couchon. Oh, then, yeah. Joe Beef is like those, the yeah, but those the are the two. Those yeah. are the two places that you go do something horrible. You, yeah, you hurt, you hurt, you feel really bad, and then you um, you can't drive home from <laughs> Canada, basically. Yeah. Um. So the border guy was being a jerk, and he's you know just asking the normal questions, and all of a sudden he goes, "Whose car is this?" Yeah. And we're like, "Oh uh, my god, uh. why is he asking about the car?" Like why we have u.s plates we have u.s passports like why does it matter and um so then aaron my girlfriend she goes it's her grandma's car and i'm like oh my god i can't believe she just said it's my grandma's car because my grandma is dead (laughs) and um (laughs) and i'm like how do i how do i explain this to this guy okay yeah yeah it's my grandmother's car and he's like well do you have a letter from your grandmother saying that you can borrow this car. Whoa. What? Are you seven? And I'm like... <laughs> Are you a seven-year-old with a license? <laughs> yes, and I'm drinking. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, and, <laughs> and I was like, We, we have some no. ethical problems with our podcast. We're actually going to shut, shut, shut it <laughs> shut down it right down. now shut and down. rethink a lot of these things. <laughs> um, and I'm like, no, I don't have a letter from my dead, dead grandmother. Grandma. No, I just... I don't have... No, I don't have a letter. You she let me borrow it. to cry. That would have worked. No, well, I didn't have to cry yet. And it never you know, works then, for me. And then he's like, well, sh- show me the registration. And so wow. I show him the registration and he's like, he looks at it for a while and I still have droopy eyes. And now I'm like kind of panicking. Oh. Yeah. And he's like, what's your grandmother's name? And Whoa. I was like, and I waited so long to respond. And I'm like, I know my grandmother's name. It's my fucking grandmother's name. I yeah. swear. She she doesn't know I have the car because she's dead. But, she, you know, she would have given it to me anyway. It's grandma. Um, <laughs> it's grandma. So I'm like, you know, <laughs> Doris Kiefer. And he's like, okay, where does she live? And my grandmother lives on Cape Cod, Chatham, <laughs> Massachusetts. She's not alive. Um, she doesn't live there anymore. But I just say, um, Cape Cod. Which, like... It doesn't say anything about Cape Cod on the registration. What if you right. had just been like, uh, in heaven? In he- <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, well, I, I couldn't it think, It did say Sari. that on the registration, it right? 100% did. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, The DMV um, is, the only, is the only institution that's actually had verification of the existence of an afterlife. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> because you want to die when you're there. Yeah, it? exactly. Um, so, so then he says to me um he's like are you gonna bring the car back to your grandmother Uh, and we were clearly like on the straight shot to new york like we were not going to massachusetts did you say did you say uh it's kind of a long trip (laughs) (laughs) exactly long strange trip that that road is paved with good intentions (laughs) 
But I, I, I mean, we will I, re- I regret that remark. I regret that I remark. I mean, basically, we'll see, we'll see how this drive goes. I may be coming to see her at some point. Um, and if you don't let us through, it may be closer. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm like, no, we're going to Brooklyn. And he's like, okay. Oh, I've heard of that. It's supposed to be quite hip. Yeah. He's like, okay. Safe drive. And we're like, oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, I was just imagining I was going to have to call my uncle and be yeah. like, Uncle Bob, um, we took the car across the border without getting it registered in our name, and now we're in Canadian jail, and we need you to come and get <laughs> and us. And it is so nice. It's it like paradise. So, yeah. Yeah. They are so nice Now we're in nice Canadian here. jail, so just call in to say, like, that's what it's happened great. to us. We're yeah. staying. It's, it's great. super clean. <laughs> Canadian bacon everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the food was great. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I spent the rest of the drive like getting yelled at by my girlfriend, being like, "I told you we shut up." No, she yeah. didn't really do that. She doesn't do that. She just like stares at me, and I know that I did something wrong. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that look, that <laughs> um, look. Feel her soul yelling. And at I was you. like, "Great, six hours." Yeah. In the car. What life? <laughs> anyway, so and so that's what happens. But um, then I just let my girlfriend register it in her name. <laughs> so I still never went to the DMV. Nice. <laughs> Lesson well done, not Aaron. learned. I That's, salute you. Lesson not learned. But she has a car now. So. Yeah, yeah, great. Well, great. You know, I feel like um, as the as the like less having their shit together half of a relationship, like people people in our situation really appreciate our significant others for like, you know. Being no, adults. don't hi- sign up for that life insurance. That's a fucking waste of money, and you'd be an idiot to pay them for it. <laughs> wow, you know? I mean, you even got into life insurance, so that's, like, pretty adult. I mean, like, you know, bad life insurance, but... <laughs> uh, you know, like, I've been a single guy for a while now, and, and you know, navigating singledom is difficult enough, but when you, like, kind of laid out there, it's like, yeah, I'm looking for... In, my, in a partner, I'm looking for someone can help me get my shit together. Just <laughs> exactly. the, like, I can't say that. I'm like, you know, I'm the no, half yeah. that doesn't have his shit together, so... So, you yeah, know, that sends him running for the hills. Yeah, exactly. You have so, to do you have to do what I did, which is play kind of a slow a slow con, a long con. Yeah, where you give every outward appearance of having your shit together. So until, you're suggesting you're you suggesting I lie. I lie. Is that it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm also navigating singledom. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I'm the, I'm the one that does have the shit together, yeah. but I don't exactly want to advertise that. Like, right. no. I, I think, think you just did. Well, like, yeah. I, I well, it's mean, it's like being the person in well, the office I mean that knows like, how to fix the printer. Right. Well, what I mean is like, I don't want to be like looking for a dude with, who doesn't have his shit exactly. together to this take is, care of. You're not like, looking for not a fixer up. This is exactly what I'm saying. You know? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> it's exactly what I'm saying. I mean, look. Like, even though that might work, it's not a turn on. It's like, it's cuter yeah. in a girl, right? A girl who doesn't have her shit together. Like, no, it's cuter, not cute. No, no. Like, it's, it broke, it's broken wing. It's broken wing syndrome, no matter which way you slice it. And yeah. It's like, just never works. It just I totally work. agree. What are you doing after this podcast? Yeah, I'm, I'm up here. I'm up here. <laughs> well, you could probably get into Canada pretty easily, right? I think I could. And yeah. I'm telling you, if it's less sweaty, I'm tempted. I know someone who's got a car you can borrow. <laughs> You're uh, going to have to at least lie about there being, being like a chill breeze. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I live right by the lake. It's chill. Yeah. <laughs> um, Benjamin, why don't, you, why don't you tell us a little bit about this gardening uh, sitch? Uh, well, Chris, you saw my old apartment. I, I did, yeah. Which was sort of... Um, like I, I used to describe it as a cartoon apartment or like where people would live in a in an NBC sitcom in nineteen ninety eight if they had <laughs> set one in Williamsburg. It was it's like Melrose Place without a budget. Yeah, yeah. And um it was, was there like, a pool? What? That it, sounds pretty or the lux. pool was empty, I get it. Okay. It was an amazing apartment, 
on uh, North Sixth and Barry, and uh, we had like that's like fancy town now. Yeah, it's a great and, like, fucking apartment. Like we had like a crazy deal. Like we pay twice as much for the apartment we're in now than we did for mm-hmm. this other one. And one amazing thing about it was we had a huge yard, like almost entirely to ourselves. Wow. And so, uh, for most of my adult life, I've been growing stuff in the summers. You know, I always plant tomatoes and herbs and stuff, eh? Peppers <laughs> and stuff. And uh, I'm now on like a, you know, like a, a nice enough balcony, but vastly smaller than I've uh, come accustomed to. Oh, so. man, a nice what? enough balcony. Yeah. Give me a break. <laughs> so, Why did you leave the other apartment then? Uh, well, uh, as, as, they pay you as we've discussed on previous shows, um, the main thing Never was heard that the, ups- again. the upstairs neighbor was a piece of human garbage that thought it was an acceptable thing to throw a salsa concert in his house at 2 a.m. on a Tuesday. Um, I had one of those ones. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> was probably dealing with a lot of like cocaine-related rage issues, also. Yeah, but the lawn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would, I would go through a lot of pain to keep. A backyard. We did. We we lived there for four years, and uh, uh, I would say that we went through some shit to to live there. But All right. Um, yeah. So I don't know. It's been. Um, it's been. Uh, I always love when the weather changes and I can start getting stuff into the ground. But uh, it's been a, a little bit bittersweet for me because I uh, I don't have, like, planters that, you know, like an unending number of planters where I can kind of grow as much as I want. And, uh, and it's also, like, a little bit weird because the only way to water my garden is to, like, walk across my kitchen and then living room with a jug full of water that like I'm like spilling on the carpet. It's, it's amazing that until right this very, well, two seconds ago, I didn't even think about the fact that you only have a balcony. And when you said you were gardening, I was like, I imagined you in a garden. Oh, uh, yep. that's nice of you, Chris. Yeah. Um, we, we have to stretch the truth in New York. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so it comes with air quotes. <laughs> yeah. I think I think Garden. I'm going to get away with six tomato plants, which is banana cakes. Like <laughs> most New Yorkers don't get to do that. Most have and zero tomato. I got I got to check my privilege. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, I could grow a tomato plant on my um, my fire escape. Yeah. In in Bushwick, which um, is facing uh, Flushing Avenue. Yeah. It's I just, a commercial I, truck route. I just so picture, I would love to poison myself with those tomatoes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of garbage in the air in Brooklyn. Um, you know, like no less on North Six and Barry than on, Definitely uh, no less, yeah. uh, you know, my street uh, here. I, I used to live on Metropolitan in Bedford, uh, like during the construction of the, like huge massive luxury condominiums down mm. on the waterfront in uh Williamsburg and um the the tomatoes I grew on that roof tasted just as good to me as yeah. the ones I grew <laughs> I dated a guy who lived in one of those buildings and I, the relationship was obviously not meant to be but I totally wanted to keep dating him for that apartment <laughs> he had the sweetest balcony situation and he was growing all sorts of plants and I was like we don't have to like love each other we can just <laughs> yeah. have dinner have or dinner have together can pour our love this, like, into these cucumbers <laughs> yeah like we can just focus on the plants yeah. that are grown right there and this yeah. like big ass outdoor space you could have a companionate marriage for the benefit 
of the children, yeah, I mean, not children. I plants, liked but. him. <laughs> I did, but I loved his apartment. Yeah, I think I understand. I mean, I, I, I've spoken to a, a, a number of New Yorkers that claim to like Toronto. You know, some even say love, and, I, and, and some have never been here. Like, I, I mean, the people that say they, oh, I hear it's really nice. I think I'd like Toronto. I think it's the space. Yeah. Like my backyard, I mean, it, backyard again in uh, air quotes, because it's half driveway, and then the back half is like, you know, when you go plot camping, if you, I don't know if you've done plot camping, but it's just like this little, you know, earmarked area. There's a fire pit. There's like overgrowing trees. Like, it, I mean, you turn your back to the street and it's like you're in the country. It's, it's, yeah. uh, we should all, the three, of you, should just, three of you should just come up here and let's just, let's, next uh, time we record it, we'll do it by the fire. <laughs> let's get in Jess's girlfriend's car <laughs> at the road. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it is a four seater, but she's going to have to drive cause it's hers. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm 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 down with that. I'm um, ready. Uh, yeah, I mean it'll be a little tricky to explain to Rachel why I've left, but uh, no, it won't. Know. There's a fire no, pit. Won't. No, Did yeah. you hear she'll, what he just understand. said? Yeah, yeah. the just thing play, play, about the country. Yeah, play back this, and uh, I mean yeah. it's it's really cool because you can sit with your back to the street, but the the uh, the fact that there's sirens almost always is <laughs> like you know oh yeah no I remember where I am I'm in oh, yeah. the city. Oh, yeah. Bring it uh, back to reality. Yeah. Well, Chris, I I uh, I love this Celine Fizz. I um. Yeah, it I was like, amazing. I was like semi-resentful because I had to buy a new bottle of Saint Germain. Um, <laughs> right. It's a very manly liqueur. Well, I, I'm. I love Saint. Fine Germain. with Saint Germain, but it's thirty-five dollars for the big bottle, and uh, and uh, you know. That's about fifty of our Canadian dollars, which is exactly how much it costs for me. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, I'm not like flush as fuck right now so <laughs> right right uh, you know that was like and it's it's my own fault because i uh i threw a party where i brought uh the or i was involved in throwing a party and i brought the bottle of saint germain that i had to that party and then oh you threw a party left I, it, I don't left I, it there is my invitation still in the mail or uh, I think you actually did get invited to this party did I? it was the uh oh, shit, it was a launch up. party for my my film's kickstarter what um, i don't think i did that was you know what this is we're going to talk about this off air this is not uh, <laughs> well, cool but, i am uh, uh but I, did you I dress up to, to go buy that uh, bottle of saint germain because i mean you know i know you like to no, dress up because only fine liquor stores carry that it's <laughs> <Yes>, right <laughs> yeah um yeah i sort of wonder if saint germain has like fake ingredients in it i kind of suspect that it's like the kool-aid of elderflower well, liquor yeah. well, have you ever had there... actual elderflower like juice yes which is way was, more vegetal. It's yeah. not quite as like. There was, that a, like there was a very nice English lady at, at the farm share that I used to be yeah. involved in um, that made it, and uh, I would always, you know, buy the like six dollar like miniature bottle that she was selling. It was so good. It's so good. I mean, it has more of like a like a tomato leaf kind of sure. vibe to yeah, it than yeah. than this one. That's just like really floral. I just don't know why. I was thinking about this the other day. Why does Saint Germain have the lock on elderflower? Does it have any yeah. competition? I don't know. Like that's what no, I was considering. Market? No, we yeah. have uh, guys, guys, a great business opportunity. Four of us right now. Oh shit! Um, yeah. Sign it uh, up. Well, and and I have the perfect distribution again, channel because um, <laughs> <laughs> um, the Duke's Liquor Box liquor store that we have in my neighborhood. Goddamn, it's uh, that's we, the best. We got to have Patrick, the the proprietor of that store, on because yep. he's like he is like. I, I I hadn't picked it up until a recent trip, but um, I was talking to him about Campari or something, and he's like, man, we got to get away from that. Like, all that fake food coloring and stuff. Like, 
we're, like people need to realize that that is not how it's supposed to be made. <laughs> it's like, wow, you have some some deep passion about <laughs> this, and it's it's caused me to like and I, re re-examine everything. I got a Duke's liquor box fridge magnet on my fridge that I stare at and just dream about living in your neighborhood. <laughs> One of everything, please. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> One of the best of everything, please. Yeah. Well, that's all they carry, man. Well, if it comes to elderflower liqueur, it's one of the only. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but we can change that. But um, Yes, we, and we've already delicious, signed an oral contract. A delicious beverage, uh, fake elderflower flavor or not. And um, unlike most egg white drinks, it's like completely stayed homogenized uh, as I've sat here sipping it. Like there's no like foamy separation thing happening, which uh, I don't know if that's like the farm fresh egg that I put in it or well, I mean I'm looking I don't at know what to attribute that to but it's I, uh, I got this from the Death & Co uh, book and um, oh word the, the photo that's... that they uh, provide it looks like a fucking meringue it's like it looks incredible oh yeah, yeah well uh, that's like if you shake it like a uh, Ramos gin fizz I guess I thought you... I really was hoping you were going to say shake it like a Polaroid picture. Yeah, <laughs> so was I. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See? All right, all right. Three all... disappointed people. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure that the method for the Ramos Gin Fizz includes the phrase like a Polaroid picture. <laughs> I was hoping you guys would do the math, to be honest. I mean, we did in our head. What a dated phrase, though. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It was dated yeah. when they used it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. The 15-year-olds listening do not understand. They're like, what is that? Uh, and they're not I've listening. never shake my phone. <laughs> What's a Polaroid? <laughs> That's like a cheap GoPro, right? <laughs> I guess what um, would the updated version be like, uh, and then drop it like your phone? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the thing is you can't take a selfie with a Polaroid, so it's useless. Man, I would love to hear like some new, you know, instead of drop it like, it, like it's hot, drop it like your phone. Yeah. Raps. Hashtag... That would be great. Uh, Lil Wayne, please get on that. I know he's a listener. <laughs> Naturally. Uh, La Luna. Let's, let's talk about it, Sari. CC. Um, how has does, how does Rick Bayless done, done for you today? I mean, he's refreshing as ever. Yeah. He's killing it in the game. Um, uh, so I, tell us about the worst Cinco de Mayo ever, though. Yeah. It was, it was a few days ago. Yeah. Which I also did say... Isn't every Cinco de Mayo the worst Cinco de Mayo? Yeah, ever? it's it's one of no, those things that's like uh, New Year's or until or, the next. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's like it's got like you have this kind of imagined amount of fun. But that I can't is always. To have. No, that's true. I mean, it's it is sadly like birthdays often are. Yeah, you know, never as good as your expectations. Yeah, would hope. Um, but I can blame a particular person. Oh, so word. I think that's what separates it from other okay. Cinco de Mayo. I love, a, I love having a focus and address for blame. Or no, a, I, I don't. I let's wish dox I dox this person. Who is it? Well, I don't know her name. Oh. We'll I'm, call her scapegoat. I, I like to call her Linda. <laughs> Linda? She looked like a Linda? Linda from the neighborhood. Oh, yeah, I remember her. <laughs> She's actually not an old Jewish lady. Just all of my accents come out sounding like that. Because <laughs> you are an old Jewish lady. So. Yeah, it's always like I'm a little Puerto Rican and I'm a little old Jewish lady. <laughs> Disgust. It's like that's every accent, like no matter who. Yeah. It's like Obama sounds like I, that. I'm, I... I'm excited for your one woman show. <laughs> <laughs> Those days have, have passed. That ship has sailed, my friend. Um, <laughs> really. Uh, so I went to this really nice Mexican restaurant that I'd actually like to not name because Fair it's enough. actually a wonderful establishment Fair. on Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. As you do. Which is a bad idea. Right. And it's the next block from my house. So it wasn't like a big deal to go. It was like, let's go to this restaurant that we go to yeah. all the time. Anyway, it right. happens to be Cinco de Mayo. 
I went with my roommate. We frequent this establishment often. Yeah. Um, so, so you know what's up. Yeah. It's You're down by law. Totally. I mean, the, the, the margaritas are always killer. The food is always really good. It's like yeah. kind of refined ingredients. It's nice. It's not your average. I don't know. I don't want to say something that will sound racist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that sounded racist. Bad, yeah, yeah, ins- bad restaurant. Insert Mexican restaurant name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jose's. I don't know. Um, Jose's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we go in. So we come in and we're like, oh, it's really busy. Not surprising. We don't see the chef. He's usually right there. Right. Instead, we see like an older man who looks really flustered and he's like, oh, okay, we'll get you a table. We're like, where is the chef? Like, who are these people? What's they, going on? They brought in the B team for the Super Bowl. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That is right. Bad idea. So we sit down and this woman comes over who we've never seen before. She is, I hope this doesn't sound racist, but not Mexican. <laughs> no, it doesn't sound racist. It's okay. not racist because, yeah, like, I mean. It's okay to, say, it's okay that to say that somebody isn't Mexican. There, okay. There are perfectly passable, inauthentic Mexican food experiences that are fine. Yeah. But if you are in the mood for something authentic, and what, don't what do did, it in what New did York. we decide her name is? Lorraine. <laughs> uh, Linda. Linda. I like Lorraine. Uh, well. Linda from the neighborhood. Linda from the neighborhood is not who you are. Yeah, I live in like a kind of a half gentrified, like half yuppified, half like old school Italian Catholic neighborhood. <laughs> Those She's, Italian Catholics are famous for their tacos al pastor. Exactly, my friend. So, okay, so this With Linda, this Linda who's, sho- who's shockingly not a Mexican, has, uh, she has very large inflated boobies. Very, very large. And silver eyeliner. And she comes over and she's like, hi, hi you guys. Surprisingly, that's the first use of the phrase inflated boobies we've had in the entire history of our show. I'm shocked. Man, Bummer, I'm guys. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's too bad. Our um, listeners uh, have been... Oh, I think it's know, just the first I mean, time that's... anyone said it out loud. Okay, okay yeah. It's yeah. been out in everybody's mind. Yeah. The tip of everybody's tongue. So thank you. Hello. Thank you for that. Hello. God, we can... Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Oh, is, you're welcome. My year pleasure. zero. Okay. Um, so she comes over and, sh- and we're like... She- she's like, oh, do you, do you always want a drink? <laughs> and you know the, this this thing that was kind of British. <laughs> and I, a bit right. You want a little spot of tea? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> that was less British. <laughs> so she has. So you know the thing about this place is they always have different flavors for margaritas, and they're always like fresh, like made right there. And you can either get mezcal or tequila. Oh dang! Uh, so we ask her what can the you flavors get a half are. And half? You can. I, I I mean I don't know. I don't know. I bet you can. I think they could do it. I'm just saying. Not I on had, Cinco de Mayo. That, I had that recently. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not on Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, it's a little much. so we're like, oh, what are the flavors? And she's like, uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't, uh, I think maybe hibiscus. I'm like, lady, go check. You know, like we're, we could, you could stand here all day yeah. or you could go check. She were they back. slammed also? Yeah. Yeah. She comes back. Were you, were you like, uh, I don't know if you know who I am, but I'm like kind of a noteworthy <laughs> voice in the food community. Well, I assume she knew that. Yeah. Just because she yeah. Googled me. Yeah, you have to. Because she, she heard your voice. She heard my voice. <laughs> yeah. And she Googled me once she heard my voice. I've been, uh, I'm, uh, I'm getting... <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> I'm so flattered. <laughs> so she comes back 20 minutes later. She's like, yeah, uh, hibiscus, cucumbers, cinnamon, <laughs> jalapeno, and, uh, you know, standard. And so, standard. yeah, so my roommate and I are like, we'll have the mezcal cucumber with salt, which is what we always get. We're like, right. don't, don't shake it up. It's shake it. Don't break don't it. Don't stir it. Yeah. Yeah. It's Cinco de Mayo. Let's just stick with what we always do. Okay. So we say, so I say, 
do you know what the fish of the day is? <laughs> and she goes, oh, um, uh, I, I saw it. I, I don't know. Uh, it swims. Yeah, it's, it didn't look that good. Uh, the skull was fried. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, so it's a whole fish? Like, what are you saying? She, I don't know. I don't know. But I know what it comes with. Yeah. She pulls out her pad and she goes, I wrote this down. It comes with tortillas and pico de gallo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And my roommate and, and I then you were like, like I'll oh. have one. Yeah. And my roommate and I just <laughs> were like, should we, should we tell her she's calling, she's saying tortillas at a Mexican restaurant on Cinco de Mayo? Like, is that, <laughs> is that our job? Like, whose job is that? It's not your job. It's not my job. So, so I don't order that. Yeah. <laughs> and Bummer. we get tacos. And then at some point, like, we finally get our margaritas and we're drinking them. And both my roommate and I are like, oh, we don't taste the mezcal in this. So yeah. she comes by and we're like, can you get some more mezcal or something for us? Like, we just can't taste it. And she's like, oh, 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 yeah, no, no problem. She comes back like 20 minutes later. We're like, um, the mezcal. And she goes, oh, I told the bartender you wanted shots of mezcal. But um, she said I couldn't give it to you for free. <laughs> <laughs> I said, we do not want shots of mezcal. We want mezcal margaritas. Like we want the alcohol in the margarita to be mezcal. Isn't it just fucking astonishing when you're in a customer service situation and like expressing that you want the thing that you asked them yeah. to yeah. give you so that you could give them money for it? is like not coming through yeah, to the person and like, that you're talking to. You know, at to. that point I was a little cranky because like we still didn't have our drinks yeah. or food and yeah. had been quite some time into it. <laughs> I mean, I sipped the margarita, but it was like, uh. So she goes, no, she said you'd have to pay for them. And I was like, well, we're not going to pay for that. And I'll explain why, because this is actually the drink that we ordered. And she goes, well, then I'm going to have to pay for it. I was like, lady, you don't understand anything. Yeah. So finally another waitress comes by and like understands. And then we realized the waitress didn't know like what Mezcal was or that was an option for the margarita. In, in her defense, it hasn't gotten to the neighborhood yet. Like <laughs> it's a new ish thing. Sure. On the U.S. market. Yeah. So anyway, she ends up bringing us shots of Mezcal. <laughs> oh, my God. Amazing. And we're like, we don't want these. Wait, wait the other waitress who understood. No. No. Oh no. So you've now talked to two people about this. Yes. And then yeah. Linda. Did, the waitress the who understood tried to explain it to Linda. Linda still obviously didn't get it and brought us shots of mezcal. <laughs> Did you have food in front of you at this point? Out of her pocket. <laughs> yeah. Here's a bowl of uh, I don't know crickets or cockroaches or something. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have yeah. food in front of you at this point? No. Oh, no, I was going to say man. it would be amazing if she brought you two shots of mezcal and you just poured it over whatever food you were like just to make it super <laughs> confusing. <laughs> if I had food, I might have. I was so hungry at this point. She brings us our tacos completely the wrong order the other waitress like she just brought everything wrong the other waitress like swoops in kind of like intercepts and brings us back the right order and linda's like oh look i did it right <laughs> oh. oh my god oh that's that babacoa i've been hearing so much about yeah well we had each ordered yeah, two yeah, tacos cause, yeah because linda's heard about barbacoa yeah yeah right oh well, she's, she's, she's the lengua and the cabeza very nice <laughs> well it's like it's you know you order a taco order and it's two tacos per person so we yeah. each order one shrimp one fish and she brings a platter of four fish tacos <laughs> and then a platter of four shrimp tacos she probably just could sense how hungry you were <laughs> at that oh, point yeah yeah, probably. yeah yeah so anyway it was it was upsetting listen wow. I, I have a question about Cinco de Mayo I mean so I was um 
working. Um, it was May fourth, and you know the rollover at midnight. Oh, May the fourth be with. Oh you. man, I was going to say, don't <laughs> anybody say it, but Ben, you <laughs> did it anyway. Sorry. It was midnight. And, May the fifth be with there's you. There's these three women sitting at the bar, and like the clock strikes midnight, as though it's like fucking New Year's Eve, and they're like, <laughs> "Cinco de Mayo." Oh my god. Oh. And I'm like, uh, what in are you Canada? talking? About? I'm like, what are you talking about? That it's can't like, be in it Canada. means nothing it, to you. What are you talking? It's like, oh man, like what is? Is it like way bigger in Canada than it is in the U.S.? Because I've heard it's way bigger in the U.S. than it is in Mexico. Well, <laughs> yes. no, no, no. So, okay, here is the relatable uh, uh, fact. It's, it's, you know, imagine. Well, I guess St. Patrick's Day is big in New York too. But like St. Patrick's Day is big mm-hmm. here for what reason? I don't know. I mean, it, you know, it's just an excuse for people to barf green beer everywhere you know basically because <laughs> yeah, all the irish they stopped they stopped in new york they didn't go all the way up to yeah, yeah well i mean like it, it just it, it's baffling to me it's like yeah no it's 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 a saint patrick's day it's it's just these people taking this uh holiday like holidays. a legitimate yeah, holiday for people holidays. and then just yeah. fucking you know barfing all over everything it's disgusting yeah. you know I mean, it's the way SantaCon has turned has turned uh, has turned Christmas into a degree a, dr- a drinking asshole holiday. Yeah, I mean, look, um, acknowledging the holiday is totally cool, but it's like you I know, will not acknowledge SantaCon as a holiday. <laughs> I no, walk through not. I walk through my it's neighborhood not. after St. Uh, Patrick's Day, and it's as though like there was a fucking leprechaun parade, and they were just shitting and pulling up yeah, pl- right. potted plants everywhere. You know what I mean? I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I did a study abroad in Dublin, and um, it's. I feel like, like Cinco de Mayo, the Irish are not as crazed about St. Patrick's Day as we are. Because they drink every day. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. And Dublin is like a town of... <laughs> yeah, there's no, no, like, no sensitivity yeah, there. Like, no one says a word. Survive. It's like, yeah, no, they drink every day. That's, that's, that's like their source of calories. It's right. yeah. yeah. It's basically bread. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I agree with that. More uh, of that. Yeah, but um Ireland we love you. Yeah, they uh man, they like they pull like like metal grates down in front of the liquor aisle on St. Patrick's Day at like 11 a.m. because people are already too trashed. Yeah. <laughs> like it is fully like they like it becomes a police state in the vicinity of liquor sales. Yes. Uh, so yeah, of so any like kind. they're getting like, wise, the bars though. are going nuts obviously, but like like the second day I was in Dublin, I saw like a 13 or 14 year old kid with a like a plastic two liter bottle of hard cider oh walking around just getting fucking hammered. Bad idea. <laughs> See, there's Bad like, idea. I think people are so uh, jazzed about St. Patrick's Day in New York and Boston that they just start celebrating on the, is it the 17th? So they start well, celebrating on the 16th yeah, and, and the day and before. Like, they just outwitting all the liquor well, sales. Yeah. And I say that to just say like baseline, like Ireland, Ireland's like, Native population has a relationship with drinking that is heightened from what I'm personally used to. Mm-hmm. But the riffraff that come into town for St. Patrick's Day, holy fucking yeah. shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> a bunch of a-holes. Yeah. That's holy right. mackerel. Mind so your language, know, please. This is a did podcast. the ladies decide to celebrate the Cinco de Mayo event at midnight? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I, yeah it was they did some tequila. tequila. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, mezcal? and they were like super they get cool. The they were super cool. Cucumber? No, they were like yeah. just they were just like nice and like excited to fucking scream, I guess. And and it was yeah. like, yeah, cool. Here's your tequila, and I'm pretty sure I did one with them. <laughs> but uh, you know, it, it, that's not the issue. It's just like I, I think like it, it just it's a little weird to me, you know, like just the, the enthusiasm behind a holiday that's got nothing to do with you. I don't know. Like I mean, I guess Christmas is arguably the same thing. Like. 
I'm not mm. religious, but I celebrate Christmas. So, you know, midnight, December 24th, I'm like, Christmas! <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm just drinking eggnog for a week, you know? But, oh, uh, and then you feel like... Speaking of barfing. <laughs> yeah, I just want to say, like, to all the Mexican chefs out there, if you're listening... Don't bring a stringer in for Cinco de Mayo. There you go. Yeah. That Lesson is learned. not the you time to experiment. Yeah. yeah. You need, you, yeah, you need varsity. Linda doesn't varsity get to work squad. on Cinco de Mayo, yeah. especially when it's her first day, um, well, <laughs> which it was. <laughs> before, before we move on to our next segment, let's talk about La Luna really quickly. Hendri- Hendrix gin and a Mexican drink. What do you think? I mean, I'm really not getting like the Mexicali vibes, Okay. but damn, is it delicious and refreshing. Is it and good? I'm drinking it like water. Mm-hmm. Good. Good. And well, yet it's better than water. Awesome. <laughs> and I really, I really appreciate uh, the cucumber. Yeah. Uh, you, you peel the skin and everything. Oh, you know, we're running a classy operation Yeah, right? Here, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Your boy Ben um, does not mess around. Mm-mm. Cool. This is just hydration and delicious. Yeah. Well, it's not actually, hi- it's actually a, you know, it's probably drying you out. Cooling. To be honest. But yeah. No, you're right. I'm still uh, sweating a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like I almost want to break and make. Another round of drinks. Yeah, I was gonna ask. You know what? (laughs) You know what? First time in the history of the show. Beyond fizz. First time in the history of the show. Let's do it. Let's do it. Really, the first time in the history of the show. Yep, we're gonna break and make a second drink because double down. The real reason is I have to go to the washroom. Tasty. I have to go to the restroom, (laughs) and uh, I I would love another drink. So (laughs) we'll be right back with the next segment. Um, I'll start this segment by saying uh, this segment's brought to you uh, by our mutual love and admiration for Shit Food Blogger. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Did you hear us just talking? Yep. <laughs> like a creep. I was over here just like keeping quiet. Yeah, you were. Uh, so everyone's got a second round of drinks, yes? Uh, yes, we do. We all do. I, I, I transitioned over to the Matador Norteño because I'm just so curious about this Sotol. Mm-hmm. It's, it's my first time having it, and I'm, uh, I'm really enjoying it. Well, I, I guess I uh, sort of uh, I thought I'd uh, pay homage to uh, the uh, Cinco de Mayo theme, and, uh, and also I ran out of rye. So, uh, <laughs> but I thought I'd make myself a mezcal mule, so, uh, Ooh, but I didn't have... Any of the other ingredients, so I'm drinking. <laughs> so you're just drinking mezcal, mezcal neat. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh, Wait. Salud. <laughs> yeah. So is there a moment of the show, like in the spirit of Cinco de Mayo, yeah, yeah. where we can be like, let's drink about it? Yeah. Uh, I guess that's it's now. That's let's it. drink about let's it. Drink about hey. it. Yeah. Salud. Drink All right. Yeah. Um, well, Chris, um, we got a call. Oh man, but, you know what I done did? I fucking lost my place in this book that i had the recipe now i forget what the recipe is oh. <laughs> what the hell did i do that for well why don't i play the call and by the magic oh of i ra- remember what it is of radio yeah. editing yeah, i got it go for it okay all right hi chris and ben i'm moving from chicago to maryland in three weeks to move in with my amazing boyfriend and to start a great new job can you recommend a drink <laughs> <laughs> Sarah is pissed yeah i heard i heard that 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, that came from God forbid, God there. forbid, someone's been, someone's happy. Am I right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I we mean, did Mike everybody's problem. Butt. They're happy. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, did she say she's moving to Chicago? Uh, she's Maryland from Chicago oh, to, to Maryland. Oh, her boyfriend's amazing. <laughs> oh, come on now. Stop um, it. You yeah, forgot. Her, you forgot her awesome job. No, I'm just and kidding. Awesome job. No, it's great. I think her name is Ellie. Ellie. That's uh, that's that's really cool. It's fabulous. Um, we feel good for our listeners. Yeah. And you know what? In Sarah honor, is pissed at our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> just jealous. It's okay. Yeah, I'm just single and getting really old. Oh, uh, come a on. At this point, and yeah. Well, we're definitely drunk. one of those three things is true. I'm definitely getting more drunk. I mean, <laughs> so you're you're blaming this on Rick Bayless? <laughs> is he single? <laughs> no. Nope. <laughs> I don't think so. All right, listen. I, yeah, I want to know what you guys would pair. Here is the drink. Um, is it got you, Old Bay seasoning in it? <laughs> <laughs> you are going to be drinking uh, something called Leapfrog. Um, it is uh, two ounces of Plymouth gin, three quarter ounces of lemon juice, half an ounce of Rothman and Winter Orchard apricot, mm, uh, th- that's good stuff. a quarter ounce of simple syrup, two dashes of house orange bitters, uh, and six mint leaves. So you're going to muddle the mint leaves oh, with wow. the simple syrup, add everything else, then shake with ice and fine strain into a chilled coupe, no garnish. Nice. Yeah. Wow, that sounds really yummy. I think so. It um, does. Uh, see, the thing for me about cocktails is that you have to buy like a million things for well, them. Well, this is yeah, exactly. That, this is the only ha- reason that I think we this show, can, we now both have ridiculous collections. Of like alcohol. she has to move. Like the last thing she wants to do is pack more booze. You know. Well, here's the thing. Why don't you wait? I don't know. Until when I move, there. that's like the first thing I want to do. Yeah. <laughs> you need a small uh, truck just for that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it is one of those things. It's like an expensive hobby, but I mean, we have the excuse of this show so that we can go out and. You know, right. just drain our wallets uh, of yeah. all of its cash, and then, and then, uh, yeah, we have a, you know a collection of alcohols yeah. that we can sort of. We kind of do match. that, Jess. I mean, like going out to eat, so we can check out the latest spots. Yeah, it's a write-off, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, we write yeah. that off all the all time. The time. <laughs> really, all it's day. just for me. It's just an excuse to drink in the middle. Do of you day. guys? Do you guys when you sit down together, you go out somewhere, and you just sit down and you say. Business lunch. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we will. Sure, please do. Uh, See what kind of reaction you get. I, re- I recommend hiring an unscrupulous accountant. <laughs> exactly. I hope Linda's Check. there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's probably moved on from that job. Right? I think that was probably her first and last night. If I had to <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I did tell the other waitress, yeah, that's not going to work out. Yeah. She'll be missed. I'm sure, I'm sure she appreciated that. <laughs> I mean, I think she knew. <laughs> like, are you are you fairly tolerant of? Um, I mean, I guess you both go out to restaurants so much that you you know you have a certain level of expectation of service and things like that. But you know, obviously, Linda being the exception, um, do you have like a you know um, I don't know what do you call it? like a, sort of like a, a a period of grace in terms of, like you let someone sort of make a mistake and you you know or are you like are your standards very high? No, I mean, I waited tables for ten years. Right, and so you Jeffy's understand. Been in the industry for yeah. at least 50. <laughs> I look great. But that's why I keep that driver's license. Yeah. I mean, I just think it's very obvious like when you've been on the other side that you can understand when it's like a problem in the kitchen. Like it's not the waiter's fault, right. you know? Or, yeah. yeah. It's, well, just, it's just a really like easy thing to sort of understand. And That's yeah, the weird I, thing about being in a country where tipping is like linked to the entire yeah. experience is like, it's like you're tipping like a single person who is like providing like one of the variables of like 
85 mm-hmm. that will determine whether your meal goes well. And right. if any of the other va- variables fail, it doesn't really matter what they do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, I think, I think there are a lot of ways to, to smooth out a bad situation. And, you know, like free Linda, mezcal shots, for example. Yeah, Linda exactly. could have done a lot. She could have been like, listen, guys, I'm so sorry. This is my first day. Yeah. I'm working hard. I'm doing my best. Like, yeah. I feel like if she had apologized and been like, you know what? I'm going to ask the right person the right questions. That's, and see, then that, your, 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 your meal is going to go well. I don't think she'd ever worked in a restaurant. That's exactly why. This, I'm not saying this to be mean. I just don't think she. Right. Like literally had the bandwidth to understand like what the the right move would have been. Yeah. That's why well, when I, I when people approach a table and I I and then I in turn approach their table, I bring over a round of shots right off the top and say, "Listen, <laughs> I'm very sorry. I've only been doing this for eight months. Uh, uh, this may not go very well. So here yeah. you go. Yeah. This will take the pain away." She also it. came over and I left this part out and started bitching to my roommate and I about the bartender being mean to her. <laughs> And nice. that's when we were like, we just don't want to talk to you, but we wish we were drinking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, what can right. you do about that? Yeah. Like we were like her girls, you know, and we yeah. were going to kind of like empathize with the fact that the bartender was getting frustrated with her because she did absolutely 100% of everything wrong. Oh, oh man. Um, True so, story. I mean, I would say I, I have sympathy, but then, but I don't l- let it. You know everything be excused i will no, i know there's a million ways to handle a situation and if yeah. it's handled incorrectly or if, you know when a server like lies to you and you're like no i know you forgot to put that order in yeah yeah that's that annoying that was just, my like, move. just be honest be honest <laughs> yeah yeah totally i think I mean, it's like i i fess up if it's my mistake i fess up and i it, it has never gotten me in trouble i mean so i don't know what that says i've maybe been lucky I, mean, I don't know, it's but the like, shots that you give for free. Sure. <laughs> it's like the shots they, I give when they sit down, the shots I give when I actually make a mistake, and then the nice. shots I give when I bring them their bill. And so they, they don't forget about yeah. Yeah. Don't yeah. Yeah. Where was that restaurant we ate again? Their, their fortune shots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was a really, really extreme case. I mean, it yeah. was just, it was beyond. Yeah. Well, anything. I mean, I think it's it always does... amazing when it, like, fully comes off the rails at a restaurant. I've almost right? never seen anything. It, like it doesn't it. happen and, that no, often. No. Like, to that Like, I mean, tortillas. In a Mexican yeah. restaurant on Cinco de Mayo yeah. is like tortillas is a, wow. a, a it's like a cliche like it's a joke. Yeah, it's you know, like, like how do you actually not know like how have you not yeah. heard the word tortilla? What if yeah. she in your so, life? What if she what if what if like she had come with the like explanation that they'd given her like it's flatbreads in the beak of the rooster. <laughs> 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 it was so so odd. It was yeah. But well, I, I think, think it, it does I, help. I, Google, I Google translated everything on the menu. <laughs> right. I know a little bit about what's going on yeah. here. I think I think you know part of like a, a, like a high school curriculum should be that you either have to work in service or retail. Definitely. For Absolutely. a substantial amount of time, and and you I should think take acid like once or twice, you know, totally. Just to like, like step I mean, outside the stream of reality for a moment, sure. for a moment, people. Yeah, yeah, let's pretend that it's not just us here, you know, yeah. like it's not just. <laughs> and the uh, only trouble with, uh, I, I mean, I this is how I'm wired, and I don't know if other people are wired like this. You guys can tell me. Um, I'm totally wired right now, man. The second, I've had like six coffees. The second I had a job in a restaurant. It flipped a switch in my brain where all I can do when I go to a restaurant is hear the bell in the window. <laughs> yeah. I, then I, you start I just, having those nightmares again. I just again. sit there and I'm like, huh. yeah. Super Pavlovian. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's, there's hot food, hot the, food. The only thing I want to do when I hear that bell is like smash the living shit out of that bell. <laughs> it's like, ring that bell again, motherfucker. Do it. Yeah. Ring it again. Like I'm standing around waiting for something to do. Yeah. 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 
<laughs> yeah. Totally. I yeah. don't miss those. <laughs> you know, I did go to a Mexican restaurant in New York City where the woman actually um, answered the phone that was in her apron while she was taking our order. No! <laughs> yeah. Come on. So ballsy. I kind of love wow. it. She was like, she was like angry Russian lady and yeah. she was like, I'll take your order. You know, yeah. hold on. Yeah. Hello. I'm listening, I'm listening with this one ear. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I kind of love that kind no, of No, but we, we loved her for that. We were yeah. like, you're badass yeah. okay like the well, margarita showed up and all the food showed up so i i forgave that do you think that's that's like a case of like that that woman like her attitude or her um demeanor you know um allowed you to think that that was badass because if it was like you know 20 something <laughs> hipster that did that i'd be like smacking the phone out of her hand or no exactly hand. like mm-hmm. this woman i was like right. oh yeah sh- this woman like knows what's going on like yeah. she's in charge of shit and then if it, yeah if it was some 20 year old hipster being like i just got it on my instagram yeah, well, yeah. the flip you side know, of that, that is like no, i wouldn't <laughs> be into it I, I was in california recently and i like i was on a call when i walked into a coffee shop which was like an obnoxious move already <laughs> yeah and i got off the call so that i could like order like order. a normal person and they were like you didn't have to hang up for us and i was like i was like i wouldn't have not hung up for you that would have been incredibly rude and but they this were like is, that's what's normal here this is the and danger like, this is like <laughs> it's where blown. we're at it's, it's yeah. so disheartening i mean people are just getting used to being sort of like you know the person in front of you or like being behind the counter you are used to just being like not the important thing in this situation right. so yeah it's just depressing. It's like, no, don't, don't allow me to talk on my phone. Right. Canada's not like that yet, right? Uh, yeah, oh, fuck, yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding? Like, when I, I mean, years ago, like... Toronto is basically Los Angeles, right? Yeah, I mean, have you seen our Culturally. Toronto sign? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, uh... Up the, on the hill? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the one hill that we have here in Toronto? It's Old Smokey. It's, yeah. uh, it's, it's T-R-O-N-N-O. Yeah, it's C-H, it's C-H-R-O-N-N-O. Uh, but when I used to work in the, when I used to work in the record store, like, we'd have, uh, uh, you know, it'd be, like, guys in suits coming in, and, uh, and of course, like, I managed the place, so, I mean, and they would talk over the music, so then it would just become a competition, and I, and I would never lose, because, yeah. you know, it's a fucking stereo, and I'm yeah. not going to put up with you... Buying that potentiometer low goes, goes up to 11, maybe. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Can totally. I, can I ask a, a cocktail question, like, as if I'm calling in? Oh, sure. Um, we're not experts, but we'll do our best. Like, ring, ring. <laughs> ring, ring. Uh, hello. Let's drink about it. What's your query? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, if, if Chris and I are going to have a, a joint birthday party, what should we drink? Oh, man. Joint birthday party. Yeah. Now we're talking. Right? Mm. Let me take a flip He's through. He's going to be 40 and I'm going to be 22. Yeah. <laughs> why, don't you just make, why don't you just make me 52 while you're at it? <laughs> yeah, well, I was trying to be nice. I think okay. you both just have to drink a bottle of <laughs> My Sotol. dad and I are going to have a birthday. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what? I got enough of those fucking jokes in my future. <laughs> you you are a guest here, goddammit. You guys stretch the ages. I no, mean. it's pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, for real. Chris is going to be 40 and I'm going to be... 35. 35. Sorry, it's not that Say it. it. Like, the more you say it, the less it hurts. It hurts. <laughs> the more I drink, the less it hurts. Is there you go. Meant. Well, Justin, sorry, how do people find The Morning After on, uh, online? Well, Jess doesn't know the answer to this question. Well, so I mean, I, I, I am, like, internet illiterate. But <laughs> I don't know how to tweet. 
Um, Jess, I, I am you in this situation. Oh, in our good. Situation. Yeah, we know this. I'm the one that has her shit together. <laughs> in, in this relationship, in all relationships. <laughs> I am looking for a man who doesn't know how to take care of himself. Yeah, I'd love to help. I mean, I think you would make the exception of someone who doesn't know how to tweet. Like, that's not... It's not number one. Like it's the, no, it's the final thing on your uh, Tinder profile. It's like, must know how to tweet. Yes. Yeah. Not. <laughs> so how, how do we find the show, Sari? Well, we are yeah, on Twitter. If you were dating a guy and you found out he was like verified, no fucking way, right? Oh my God. I'd be like. Shut it down. No, I'd be like, oh my God, I didn't know I, didn't know I was in the presence of Christ. What about certified? <laughs> I was like, you're so big on Twitter. <laughs> I won't make the That's joke That's what she said all. to yeah, shit yeah, food yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we are on Twitter. We are TMA on HRN. All right. And uh, and we do have an Instagram. We are on Instagram. At the oh, morning Steph. after on Heritage Radio. That's a long one. That's a long one. And then we do actually um, have a, sh- a show page also on, yeah. uh, on Facebook. Well, on also on heritageradionetwork.org, right which on. is where you can go and you can find archives of the show, The Morning After. In all um, of the sister and brother shows of your right. show. Exactly, um, exactly. I'm, yeah. I'm very intrigued about this Heritage Radio Network because I, uh, I've been listening to episodes of your show and, um, and you know, amazing. getting very excited about uh, spending more money on meat and, um, <laughs> uh, and whatnot. So, uh, our show isn't the one about meat. Oh. You guys had the meat guys on. <laughs> you had the oh, meat. Patrick? What is the meat manifesto? <laughs> you mean yes. the founder the of the founder Heritage, Heritage Radio? Radio yes. <laughs> yes, no, I know. He's yes. just some guy to me, all right? Yeah, he's um, just another He's Patrick. the meat man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyways, uh, I highly recommend the morning after. I, I think it's really terrific. It's uh, really funny. Thank like, you. you guys you guys are uh, are super hilarious on, on the women. show. Uh, oh. <laughs> absolutely way, uh, way to put us down way to make <laughs> Amy <laughs> Schumer would be angry yeah. Amy I love you I mean Adam Carolla is listening and he's like psyched right now so. <laughs> <laughs> we are jumping on trampolines <laughs> nice <laughs> okay so uh, uh, and then do you guys have Twitter accounts of your own that we can recommend or? oh I definitely do not okay. I definitely <laughs> Jess do Jess does not Sari does yes I am at Sari Kamen uh, K-A-M-I-N that's right S-A-R-I K-A-M-I-N a-M-I-N. All right. If you call me sorry, I will punch you. Right on. Even on Twitter. <laughs> Twitter sorry punch. about that. Hey. Twitter punch. I like that. Um, and Twitter punch. Uh, it's also a cocktail. You can absolutely yes. follow Chris on Twitter at Chris B. Chicken. And Benjamin at Benjamin R-A-H-R. And you can follow us, uh, the show, on Twitter at Drink About It and... Um, please tweet your uh, life events at us and we'll try and fit them into the show as a pairing. But even better, go to let's drink about that it and leave us a voicemail. And uh, like we'll almost certainly pair a cocktail with, with that. And so. I, I made a plea today to our audience, uh, limited as it may be outside of North America. Please oh, yeah. we want represent them. the world. Yeah, come on. Well, come on, Australia. Come on, UK. Oh, yep. I'll just tweet to my international fan base. We have some listeners in Kenya. We have some listeners in like... Is that right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, like we've we've, we've got some listeners in far-flung Do regions of the globe. Do they have drinks in Kenya? Absolutely. Excellent. Kenya has like... An, Kenya has cocktails. I'm not joking. Let like, me get them Kenyan cocktails up in here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, at least it did a few years ago. <laughs> I have to say, it's been really fun watching Jess and Sari uh, uh, do this podcast. From, I'm sitting across the table from them, and they're like, they're like old school, uh, like radio partners, and they have a whole 
unspoken communication system that is is really like impenetrably delightful. That you know, I am I am often jealous of when I'm not in the same room as guests, and you know, it's usually when there's creme de banane shots happening. But this oh, time, sure, yeah. this time, I'm really jealous. Yeah, well, we miss you too. Yeah, <laughs> I think I honestly here's here's my proposal. I've said it once on the show already. Second time, the next time we do this, it's out by the fire. Fire pit. Yep, yeah. we're gonna have this street noise and everything. You know, fire perfect pit. Perfect radio. <laughs> street noise. Um, yeah, that sounds pretty great. That I'm into great. it. Um, well, uh, we should thank Paul Watley and Graham Walsh. And uh, with that, who's that? Uh, Normally Ben uh, for the show. Who it is? Yeah. Oh. And Graham Walsh made the music for the show. Awesome. Thank you. And, Thanks, uh, guys. They're both super nice dudes, and they've also both been past guests on the mm-hmm. program. Mm-hmm. But um, with that, we will be back at you next week with more life events and more drinks that go perfectly with them. Don't choke on your rum and coke. I'm 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 really concerned about um, icicles in in Canada oh, yeah. and They'll how just fall from the sky. Oh my god! You know? <laughs> insanely, like actually, right next door, the neighbors had like the biggest icicles I've seen ever hanging from from their uh, eaves trough, and uh, yeah, you just have to steer clear because I have nothing but horrible visions of it going directly through my skull. Well, that's why everybody wear those Kevlar Canada goose jackets. Up you guys there, should right? always wear helmets. Well, <laughs> they're yeah, we impenetrable. Have, we have, we have yeah. Kevlar Canada Goose helmets, yeah. Oh they're, yeah, they're pretty you have good. an amazing radio voice. Yeah, isn't that isn't it? That's like the that's the hook of the show is Chris's voice. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, guys, I'm so glad you're not here because my face is bright red right now. <laughs> that's the beauty of radio. <laughs> yeah.